Ya regresó la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney, con 30% de descuento extra por toda la tienda. Esos son ahorros por encima de nuestros precios ya bajos. Ven con tus amigos y familiares y ahorren en grande. Y recuerda, el Día de los Padres es el 16 de junio. Y en JCPenney puedes encontrar el regalo perfecto, desde ropa, calzado, artículos de cuidado personal y más. JCPenney, vale la pena. Cupón válido del 3 al 9 de junio en selección de estilos. Aplican exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. El más grande de todos los tiempos. Messi, Messi, gol. El torneo de fútbol más prestigioso de nuestro hemisferio. 16 países, 14 ciudades, un continente. Los ojos del mundo están en. La Copa América Comenzando el 20 de junio A las 7, 6, Centro 4 Pacífico Por Univision If you're a mom, then you know better than anyone How isolating and challenging motherhood can be When they say it takes a village They really mean this Sometimes the smallest act of service Can be enough to help a new mom feel seen Today we chat with the founder of an incredible nonprofit organization that is supporting military moms to ease the stresses of deployment and separation during their early parenting season. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. All right. So, good morning, good afternoon, hello. Today, Pamela is busy working. So today's a, a solo Karen episode and I have an amazing guest today who I think we're going to learn a lot from and also who's going to shed some light on a nonprofit organization that she started, which I think is doing some pretty incredible things. So before we jump into that, I'm going to go and get into our motherish moment. So basically, you know, I'm back in the grind of school life and, you know, I was really looking forward to Victoria starting school because I was like, oh, great, I'm going to have some time again. And I don't, I still don't. And I'm just like, I don't get it. It's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. Like I feel like between the time that I drop her off and the time I have to pick her up, there's so many things I sandwich into that time period that by the time I pick her up, I'm like, hey, okay, let's get it. Whatever. But anyway, I'm still adjusting to this new, you know, life and I never thought I would be so busy now, like even without an actual like job, quote unquote, job that pays me because this job is different. But anyway, um, now we're going to toss to Leanne, who is our guest before I do a formal intro um, and she will share her motherish moment with us. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And I can totally relate to what you're saying. My son is 21 now, but I remember those times of just scrambling to, you know, those pockets. You have the pockets, like, what can I do during this pocket? And then the pockets go really, really fast. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but for me, you know, as I mentioned, my son is 21 now, but we actually had a moment this week, which was really neat and kind of satisfying for me. Back um, when he was in high school, we were going through all those things of trying to figure out 
what was his next step, you know, the whole looking at colleges and after school type of things. And it was really hard because he's very creative. He's a filmmaker and writer, and he really wasn't into like looking at schools and just that whole process was not his cup of tea, but we needed to do it. We needed to figure out what was next. And so we created these meetings that we would have weekly with each other. And I don't know if you're a superhero family yet, but we had, we called them Martha meetings because Superman's mom is Martha. Yes. And Batman's mom is Martha. So instead of a meeting with mom, it was a Martha meeting. And so it seemed a little, <laughs> seemed a little more, I don't know, just added a little levity to it. And so we would have these weekly meetings and we called it like Keelan's Great Adventure. It wasn't college planning. And so, it, you know, just a little framing helped us to talk through, you know, what have you been doing this week? Have you made any progress? And um, and so this week he's planning, you know, he's trying to figure out what he wants to do next as far as, you know, work or his creative projects. And so we had another Martha meeting here in my office at home. And he mentioned those meetings back in high school. He's like, you know, I know I wasn't the easiest, but I so appreciate that. And I kind of need to do that now. Like I need some help talking through what I should do next. And so we started those again. And so anyway, so you just never know what's going to come back or what's going to make a difference to them. And we're back to our Martha meetings, which is really fun. So that's been my kind of high of the week. <laughs> you know, I don't know you know you, but everything yeah. I feel from that motherish moment is that you have done something really right with your son. <laughs> and, you know, for him to look to you to talk and for guidance, especially in his early 20s and even yeah. in the most challenging years, I think that that is pretty remarkable and admirable. So, oh, well, thank you. I mean, it meant a lot to me. Obviously, it it yeah. stuck with you know, I think it'll stick with me for a while that he came back. Okay, so Leanne Morrissey is the founder and chief shower officer of Operation Shower. Operation Shower is a nonprofit that hosts awesome baby showers for military families to ease the stresses of deployment and separation. Leanne, can you tell us a little bit more about Operation Shower and then give us kind of like the history of how you started this? Sure. Um, so as you mentioned, we're a nonprofit. And so we host these baby showers and they really are, if I do say so, um, amazing baby showers. They're nationwide. I'm based in St. Louis, Missouri, but our showers are across the country. We have, um, you know, like six other people on our team that are staff and they're based in different locations as well to, you know, help us host these amazing showers. And our goal is really to bring military moms together to not only help them get started with their new babies and provide these amazing gifts like you would get at your own individual baby shower, uh, which a lot of these moms may not get because being separated from family, but also to be with other moms. Like the showers are usually 30 to 40 military moms at a time. It's a brunch or a lunch uh, type of atmosphere. It's really fun. It's totally you know, decorated and themed out and they get to come and be with other moms and talk to other moms. And so the connection is a really big piece for us as well. So they can maybe, you know, meet with the moms afterwards and things like that. And then also just 
the volunteers that come out, the sponsors, the people who donate and help us host these showers, we get to say thank you in person. We get to say, we see what you're doing. We know how hard this is. You know, we appreciate it and we want to thank you and we're here to celebrate you. And so that's kind of what Operation Shower is all about. And again, we do these across the country. We actually have 10 coming up in the fall, um, which is a lot for us. <laughs> They're like large even, but we're really excited about it. And yeah, I can talk a little bit about how it started. What inspired you to start doing this? So my son at the time, who I was just uh, talking about, he's 21 now, but he was five uh, when Operation Shower began. So he's also seen the process, so it's just really neat. But I was kind of inspired by he was going to kindergarten and I had been a lawyer previously and then I had stopped working as a lawyer when he was born and we had moved and all these different things. So I did stay at home. But when he was going to kindergarten, I knew I didn't want to go back to law, but I knew I wanted to do something that uh, would give back, but also would be meaningful. Um, and also I had, my uncle was serving overseas um, and my father was uh, in the military. And so I had a military background and I was doing on the side, kind of sending packages to him. And I wasn't really putting the two things together, you know, the need to do something good or to do something work-wise. But I was talking to him and he actually said, you know, instead of sending me packages, why don't you focus on the moms or the women back home? Because he had four men under his command at the time that I was talking to him whose wives back home were pregnant. And he had gone through that. And so he knew how hard it was to be separated from his wife when his son was born. And I, I was just like a light bulb moment. I hadn't thought about supporting the troops or supporting those serving uh, in as supporting the women who are holding it all together or who are separated during the deployments that were just really going on. And so I decided to send four showers in a box is what I called them to these four women. And I just put got friends and family together and we put these boxes together of like a whole baby shower in this box and we sent it to these families. And, you know, just hearing from the women and then hearing from the dads also about how much that meant while they're serving to know that somebody was thinking of them and to um, have some sort of shower for their wife. That's how it all started. And then we went to, I decided to do in-person and bring the moms together. And it's just grown since then. So wow. that was kind of the impetus, yeah. That's amazing. I totally hear you around the that moment of like not wanting to go back to maybe what your kind of like career was. Right. And then, but still wanting to do something, but wanting to do something with a little bit more you know, impact. Um, I'm like, I'm currently in that weird phase after yeah, a yeah. 10 year stretch at a tech company. Well, I, I worked at Meta for 10 years. And then okay. before that, another seven years in TV. And now I'm just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't, I don't want to do that, but I want to do something important. Right. And it's hard because your mindset, like I grew up in high school even and in college knowing I wanted to be a lawyer yeah. like that was just what I was going to do and it was yeah. going to be my whole life and so it really is hard to be like 
okay, maybe I'm not. So then what is it? And I did try, you know, a lot of other like side projects and I tried starting other things. And um, this is the one that resonated the most and just really, you know, people understood and people wanted to be a part of. And I loved that. It also helped me, you know, yeah. to just know it's a little bit selfish, you know, as far, but it was great. It, it's been great. It's definitely much more selfless than selfish. <laughs> so for sure. Yeah. Okay. Here's a magic question because I love, I'm a host. My natural thing is like, I love to host things. I, I throw an annual Halloween party, an annual Christmas. Christmas party like I'm really big on this and I am obsessed with like hosting parties but it's a lot of work so tell me how do you pull off this operation shower what is what do you have a team of volunteers like tell us a little bit more about the framework of operation shower sure so yes actually my specialty as a lawyer I'm a logical thinker and I'm a planner but I am not great at the decor element or the creative as much um, so I needed help there. So, you know, being able to put the boxes together and know what a mom would want. I love that. And I love like my love language is like gift giving. So that obviously ties into this whole thing and makes sense why I ended up, you know, starting this. But back in 2008, a year after I'd kind of gotten everything started, I knew in order to do in-person events, I needed help with the event. And so Amy Bell Isle is my, uh, with Operation Shower, she's been with us since 2008. She's the chief creative officer and she is amazing. And she's the event planner. She has, you know, connections across the country with graphic designers who give their time to help us come up with the themes with people who donate things, which is another thing that's really cool about our organization is people can give in so many different ways. We have people who give cookies and people who donate, um, you know, hand-knit items for the moms and people who come and give their time to set up the events. But it really is a team. But Amy is a great partner throughout this whole adventure. And she has a vision of a theme. We kind of know where it's going to take place. Like we have some in Florida. So they're ocean themed potentially or something that goes with the location. And then we just start brainstorming. She talks to designers and comes up with ideas. And she's great, which is a skill for a nonprofit to be able to do it on a budget, you know, and be able to come up with super creative ways. If you'll look on, you know, our website, you'll see some really, really great pictures and fun. I've always wanted to do like a book to showcase some of these themes because I think anybody can use them, you know, yeah. for their own baby showers. Feels like that needs to go on Pinterest. That like, yeah. that needs to go on Pinterest. <laughs> Question about the community aspect of it, because I definitely, I think one of the things that early on in motherish like we started the podcast december of 2020 and one of the early conversations that i had with pamela was that when you become a mom the first time you suddenly kind of open your eyes into like this entire community that has coexisted around you but you never really paid attention and once you see it you're like oh my god we're all kind of like in the same thing right. and like and then like i think in the early season after that anytime you see somebody who's maybe just like a few steps behind you in the timeline you want to just be like hey like, you know, you want to reach out. That's actually how like Pamela and I connected because I reached out to her and I was like, hey, I know you're pregnant because our kids are one year apart. 
Right. And so I would love to kind of dive deeper into the community aspect of it just because it feels like a really important piece, especially with military families where there's so much time apart. Right. No, that's a big part of it is we really initially started out wanting to bring the moms together again so that they could see other families in the similar situation. I had kind of the same thing when we moved to a new state and my son was in preschool and things like that, but I didn't have a connection to other moms. And so I took up these like preschool mommy classes to just try to connect. And so I knew that moms needed that. And I knew through the military being separated even more, I felt like from my experience, even though he was only five at the time, that other moms and hearing their stories was important. So we weren't going to just send them gifts. We really wanted them to hear other stories. And it's really been a key part to the showers is we now do things like we'll send out a survey ahead of time and we hear their advice if they're already moms of what would they share with those other moms attending the shower. And then we kind of share that during the shower so that they all hear from, you know, different people within the military community, because that's a unique viewpoint. Also, I don't have that right now. I don't know exactly what to share. So we want to hear from those other moms and then share that during the shower. Another big part of it that came up was during COVID. Obviously, these are big in-person events, and we shifted to virtual showers, and it still worked because they were even more so craving connection and we got on and we talked and it was really life-saving for me as well to be able to be you know on these showers with moms across the country and it also allowed us to open it up it didn't have to be just moms in texas within this one hour radius to come to a physical shower they could be from everywhere and so the virtual showers were really cool after showers and we do like mom lunches online virtual lunches and come on and and talk about different things and get to see their babies. Like, you know, obviously they're pregnant when they come to the shower and then we get to see the babies afterwards and uh, continue the connection. So yeah, I think the connection piece is probably even more important than the gifts that we get. ¿Qué tal amigos? Soy Sandarti y quiero invitarlos a mi nuevo gran show llamado Cash, el peso del dinero. Yo seré el conductor. Aquí están sus cuatro posibles respuestas, pero tendré como capitanes a Doña Lucha y Albertano. Ustedes van a tener que jugar debajo de esas cajas. Si responden bien, no corren ningún peligro. Pero si llegan a fallar, quedarían inevitablemente aplastados. El nuevo Game Show Cash, el peso del dinero a partir del domingo 9 de junio a las 8 por Univision. What are some of the most kind of like impactful things to you that you have learned from military families? Like what have you, like, is there anything you can share in terms of like really things that have kind of stayed with you? Yeah, I mean, there's just so many different personal individual moments. And I think that is something is which you know, but it doesn't always hit you that you don't know what people are going through. You can guess and you can, you know, we try to do the showers and things to meet them where they are. But, you know, when we hear their stories about, you know, I've gone through a couple of miscarriages before this one. And one of the things that a couple of moms 
quite a few actually have told us through the years is they didn't feel like they could celebrate the baby that was coming because they were nervous about celebrating or they just felt some sort of, you know, anxiousness around it. And us inviting them to this shower gave them permission and kind of put them out there where they might not have put themselves out there. And then they came and they saw other moms and they knew, you know, that it was going to be okay. And hearing those type of things is really, really meaningful. And then also just being able to when they are separated from their significant other in some way and knowing how much it means to them to have some way to celebrate, you know? I mean, I think one of the things that I'm kind of talking in circles, but going back to one of the big things is joy for us, is the whole idea of foreboding joy. Like you don't, your spouse is overseas and he's deployed and he's in harm's way. And maybe you feel like a little guilty of celebrating because things are hard or other things are going on in your life. And you're like, well, you know, I don't know if I need to be celebrating so much here because something bad might happen if I do. And we do hear that. We try to let people have the joy and just be, you know, leave everything else behind for a couple of hours and celebrate and be present. And when we hear that moms are able to do that, that's what's most impactful, I think. How does it, I mean, I have no, I don't actually know, I mean, I I do know a military family, but I don't know, you know, like very specific details. How does it work when you know, if let's say the husband the, or the father is deployed, the mother is here, let's say he's deployed overseas, like, do they get to come home? Do they get to come home before? Like, how does this work? Yeah, it really depends on the situation, but not just kind of as a general rule. You know, it would it would depend on where they were deployed to and how, you know, easy it was. But not a lot of moms still to this day, even, you know, we don't have necessarily all the deployments to Afghanistan, but there are a lot of separations still in the military. And I don't think people realize that quite as much. There's extended training. There's deployments to everywhere across the globe right now. And they don't necessarily get to come home. A lot of moms uh, at our showers, the father misses um, birth, you know, the birth of the child. But there are a lot of, there's more technology, of course, so they may be able to communicate with through FaceTime or, you know, and sometimes they get to come home. It really just depends, but it's not guaranteed. And then there's also just the anxiety of, even if they're not deployed right then, it could be coming. You right. know, it might be in a, you know, and a lot of the moms that come, they maybe don't have a spouse or partner that's deployed right now. But when the baby's going to be two months, then they're going to have to leave. Which is very right. rough. Which is like, even harder, maybe. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> so. When I, like, one of the things that I have learned or you know, I don't know, I, I could be I could be wrong here, but it's just my personal opinion. But I feel like so many women who are, you know, carrying a child for the first time or they're so caught up in the delivery and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so nervous. And all they talk about is like, I want, you know, a natural birth or I want this. And I like remember after my daughter was born, I remember thinking that's the easiest part. Like, (laughs) like... I'm like, 
everything that comes after is like, and it doesn't stop for 20 zillion years. I mean, if you ask my mom, I'm 38 and my mom is like, Karen, it never ends. Like I am equally as worried about you. I equally think about you all day, all the time. Like She's like, this doesn't end ever. This is not like a, like now on Instagram, there's this whole, like everyone's like sharing this video that is like, you only have 18 summers with your kids. And it's like, actually, no, like I definitely hung out with my parents all summer. Like, no, I feel like so much of it happens after the fact, you know? So is there uh, with Operation Shower, you know, well, you were saying like the lunches and stuff. So I I feel like that's Mm -hmm. the the continuity piece, which I feel like is so, so important, especially with like, like postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, and in a situation of separation, it could be even worse, you know? Right, right. No, we definitely, we didn't always have that. This is pretty new for us within the last few years because I think, you know, COVID and being forced to go virtual and you learn things also. Like we didn't realize that people would be willing to get on, you know, for virtual lunches. And then we're like, why didn't we do this before? And so we started that and they do. And and we've had exactly those moments with, you know, we had a brand new mom came on and she was struggling and she just was like, and I am just so proud of her. Like I don't know her that well other than meeting her at the shower, but she asked, like, I don't know what to do. I He won't sleep through the night, and I'm exhausted, and my spouse is away. And so we, you know, were able, people talked to her then, but then we also reached out and uh, connected her with resources afterwards. And, and she keeps coming back, and, you know, she seems, you know, everybody has their highs and lows, and it was a low for her, and she was struggling. And, and I was so proud that we were able to have a, you know, an area where she's like, okay, I'm going to hop on. These people understand, you know, and I can say what's happening. So we really hope to continue that and grow that even more as we, you know, continue to do more showers in person. Okay, Leanne, so talk to me yeah, about yeah. how can people help? How can people get involved? And how can people support Operation Shower? Sure. So operationshower.org is our website. And so that's where you can find, you know, a little bit more about our organization. We have obviously the donate page there. We're always looking for additional funding. One of our neat things that we've started in the last few years is called called Team Joy, and it's our monthly giving program, and so it can be as little as $5 a month, and you're part of this program if you donate monthly, where we have meetings also where we share what's coming up with Operation Shower and where the showers are going to be, and that type of donation just helps us as an organization know what we have. You know, we know we've got this coming in monthly, so that's super helpful, but again, we also, if you have a baby product company. You know, we're always looking for gifts for the moms. Uh, We love handmade items. And so just reaching out through the website, we have some forms for whether you want to volunteer or donate product or come to a shower. We've got them literally, as I mentioned, across the country. We have some coming up in Florida, Missouri here, Texas, Um, Utah, Arizona this fall. And we always need, you know, on-site volunteers as well. And there's forms online uh, to fill that out. So we'd love to have as many people as possible celebrate with us. Great, great, great. Thank you so much, Leanne. This was really informative and helpful. And I, you know, for anyone who's listening, I think as parents, we can relate to how important, you know, the support is during, especially during the early years. So if anyone wants to get involved, we invite you to reach out to Operation Shower. Thank you so much. It was 
really great to be able to share that uh, with everyone and, and to talk with you. I'm really honored to be here. Likewise. Thank you so much, Leanne. Thank you. Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <laughs> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawaii es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Black Hawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. El más grande de todos los tiempos. Messi, Messi, gol. El torneo de fútbol más prestigioso de nuestro hemisferio. 16 países, 14 ciudades, un continente. Los ojos del mundo están en... ¡Gol! ¡Goloso! La Copa América. Comenzando el 20 de junio a las 7, 6, Centro 4 Pacífico por Univisión.